dragon root. with Adrian Alfege and myself, Kunal. Yo. And today we're here with another long-time friend of ours. Her name is Hayley Espinol. Espinol. Hey, everyone. <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> I'm good, good. How are you guys? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Hayley, is that a, I gotta ask, is that a plant that we can see? Like, a, no, I know we're looking at, is that a, is that a Monstera? I gotta it is ask. not. That is a peace lily and her name is Lily. My oh. Monstera, uh, I don't want to be my camera because you might see it but my monster is on here next to me yeah cool <laughs> it's fake yeah. it is one of my many plants no it's, it's a fake though no canal do you know how i know that oh. because it's actually moving towards the light oh yes. okay <laughs> science yeah, yeah that's right so that's All what right. they do anywho wow. just to throw the complete fireworks out there Haley, how are you doing I'm doing well, guys. I've got yeah. a beer in my hand. It's a long weekend. Can't complain. That's the way. That's the way. Now, Haley, in this podcast, what we do is we actually talk about, um, so we are called The Graduates. So in The Graduate, we like to look at um, when you graduated high school. What was that number? Tell us. That ATA, that UAI. <laughs> UAI. UAI. And do not be day, embarrassed. Man, do, you don't have to what, tell What us. was my UAI? Yeah, tell oh, us. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I'm going to say 80s. Like, high 80s. You reckon yeah. 80s? Bird. Nah, I was, it was like 82 or 83. If I can Bro, still in the 80s. That's good. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we're in the 50s, so you're good. Yeah. <laughs> you're fine. You're absolutely fine. Now, Haley, tell us, with an ATA of 82, what do you do now in 2021? Uh, so at the moment, I'm a biomedical scientist. I work at the Garvin Institute of Medical Research. Kanal, did you hear that? I heard it. Yeah. Don't know what it means, yeah. but I heard it. Sounds yeah. like she's uh, researching some sort of scientific, you know. She's doing science. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even have a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what we, it is. At the start of the There's podcast, we establish we like science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Bunsen burners, test tubes, that's all I imagine, and a lab coat. That's, that's all I imagine. <laughs> lab coat, that's just crazy yeah, scientists, crazy hair. You know what, um, Haley? how did you, did you finish high school and then you were just like, mm, fuck it, I'm going to be a biomedical scientist? Is that what? Uh, no, not really. I guess I always wanted to do science like my entire life. I just didn't know what in science. So as a kid, I had very ambitious goals. So I was in kindergarten, like, mom, I'm going to be a pediatrician. And you one, like, mom, I've changed my mind, I'm going to be a marine biologist. <laughs> Oh, no, nah, no, nah, I'm going to do, like, astronomy. But, like, and then at one point my mum was like, I think you just like science. And I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Science is probably it. Um, and then I just kind of, I guess she worked at the hospital, so she always took me to the hospital. And I just kind of got into, like, the medical stuff and just had this affinity for it. So it was okay. like, science was always the plan. I yeah, just yeah. uh, kind of fell into it after that, yeah. That's crazy because in kindergarten I wanted to be a dog. I don't know about you, can I want to be <laughs> A dog always, yeah. A dog always, Me, yeah. 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 Oh, I still want to be a dog. <laughs> they just have a good life, man. They, <laughs> they have a good life. I look yeah, at Coco and I'm like, you don't have to go to work, but I do you to don't support struggle. your lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take it a step before finishing high school. Let's talk about your first job. I think we share that same first job. Was that your first job as well? It was my I first started? job, yeah. KFC in Roselands. And she actually trained me. She actually trained me. I was 15 years old and it was just after we finished year 10 and it was a busy Sunday 
And they didn't have a name tag for me. And then my manager gave me the manager name tag because she didn't have name tags for me. <laughs> Any name will do. We don't need your yeah, name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then it was my first day. Things would go wrong and the customer would be like, uh, aren't you the manager there? I'm like, no, it's my first day. And they'll look at me with this blank expression. <laughs> and then Haley would be like, it's okay. It's okay. Just come to the back. Bro. <laughs> Bro, don't show your face. Bro, I have the craziest Haley KFC story. And now that you just brought it up, I just remembered it. Oh, no. I went to KFC. And I was in line and I saw Haley at the register. So I waited in line. When I went to go order from her, I ordered the food. She, I gave her the money and then she handed it back. And I was like, <laughs> what? And then I gave it back and she gave it back. And she's like, Adrian, it's cool. And I was like, what? Oh, so that was Haley giving me a freebie That's and Hayley, I didn't understand. Yeah. And that was Adrian almost getting me fired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, KFC. Yeah, she cops a lawsuit in the mail. All right, well, tell us how how was it working at KFC? Um, at the time it was exciting because I was just making my own money and I was just like, Mum and Dad don't need you. I got my own eighty dollars a week that I'm earning now. I'm balling. Rich bitch. I can buy those Supre shorts. Don't need to do chores for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, we were just discussing our first paycheck, Haley and I. I got like sixty three bucks for the week. And it was depressing. Man, and at the time, it. it was like, oh, that's a lot of money. And then when you look <laughs> at how much money you make now, I'm like, that's slavery, right? <laughs> like, that yeah, was actually hard slog. Like, you come home drenched in, like, chicken oil and yeah. chicken salt and just disgusting. And it was, like, hard work. Yeah, like, yeah. you felt oily. Like, Grease. it was disgusting. And when I looked, I remember when I got my Coles job, I was like, I can't believe I'm coming home so clean. <laughs> <laughs> That's and yeah, funny, we made like less than a hundred dollars. I was like, oh, yeah. I can't Can believe I, what, that. Was, what was the story when um you were working with Dean? Shout out to Dean. Um, and there was a sign that you guys hit. Oh yeah, you see, he just took a phone call in the middle of the shift, and I was just hanging at the back with him. It was, a, it was like a Thursday in the after, like three o'clock, and it wasn't busy because no one eats KFC at three o'clock on a course, Thursday. Of course, you know, they got day, day jobs. So um, he took a phone call, and then he was just like you know doodling on the wall with his finger, and then he pressed the the sign on top of the fire extinguisher he just pressed it and then two cockroaches just ran from underneath <laughs> that sign shout out to kfc roselands kfc roselands oh, bro, don't do <laughs> he's already said grubs. it he's already said it grubs. oh man i love yeah. it we've ratted him it. out we've ratted me out <laughs> down here with <laughs> oh man that's you guys are living like kings i pay i worked um network video i got two hours from seven to nine for ten bucks an hour Network video, was that one of the independent ones? Yeah, yeah. So they were, yeah, it was terrible, man. Terrible conditions. Mm. Only seven to nine. So the people that worked there could cover or send their kids to school and then come mm. back. Um, but yeah. every day, brutal. And then I was like, I can't do this. Terrible. So, sounds a lot cleaner than our job, though. Yeah, oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. I am working with that stuff, that's for sure. Now, <laughs> Haley, we've gone from, you know, working on chicken to now you mm -hmm. do biomedical so i'm guessing you're still doing experiments on chicken just like KFC. <laughs> um, tell me no testing on animals <laughs> tell, tell us what what does a biomedical scientist do um so it's very broad title you can specialize in many things but essentially it's the scientists that are in the lab so there's a difference between medical science and biomedical science so medical science is what you essentially do pre-med and then you go on to become a doctor whereas biomedical science is all the lab techniques and um, procedures and stuff but in that happens in the lab. So um, it works hand in hand, but you specialize in different ways. So I knew I wanted to be in the lab. I didn't want to be a doctor. Um, so I went to biomedical science way. And so um, 
yeah, that's the difference. So basically, yeah. it's stuff like pathology, uh, all the research kind of skills okay. and stuff like that. Cool. It's essentially everything lab based. But it's not pathology wise. So like if I go to my local medical center and I get my blood sampled or whatever, do they send it to people like you guys? Yeah. So that's what it is. It's lab, it's lab work. So biomedical sciences, all the techniques and like the science behind the assay, the technology. Exactly what you just said, but I didn't listen to it. I get you. I got you. Just paraphrasing now. (laughs) She just had to repeat it because I'm an idiot. (laughs) I love that. So so you do your job. Now tell me, Mm -hmm. when you walk into your job, Mm-hmm. Is it considered a more masculine sort of profession? Like I, how many, so like, let's just say when I went to Notre Dame University, I had to go into the nursing for introdu- for introduction. So we had nursing and education and I swear to God, the guys that were in nursing, there was about three or four guys around what, maybe 600 girls. And I was like, man, I should have done nursing. Um, <laughs> but tell me, is it, is it a more masculine profession? Not really, not in a sense. I never felt like I was in an industry that was dominated by males. I, probably more when you get to like the associate professors and like um, higher levels of like academia and uh, management. There's probably a heavier, um, well, there's more of a skew towards males being in those positions. Well, that's um, just because of time and and at that time they were studying that and that wasn't very, you know. Yeah, and so now there's definitely a strong female presence and I think they really pushed forward with like females in science, girls in science. Um, there's always all these programs and grants and stuff. So I feel like it's, all that effort that they've put crazy. in a yeah. while ago has really paid off. And so, um, yeah, I, I've never felt like I was disadvantaged or like in a field that was dominated by the opposite sex. You know, so it's, it's, quite funny lucky. You say, it's funny you say that because in, um, in high school, teaching at high school, we actually run so many programs for girls to go into science, like uh, looking at coding, uh, looking at, you know, if I listened to them, I would have probably said other stuff. Um, but, <laughs> like, it's, it's such an interesting push because our, like, if we go to our physics classes and our, you know, mathematics advanced or extension classes, they are mostly boys, you know, so... Um, well, actually... I guess that's true. It depends on the like the stream of science. So I guess I went the more biology chemistry pathway, and so there's a good mix there. But if, I guess if you tend tend to go into a more mathematics, physics, engineering, especially, yeah. that's very the opposite. So yeah. remember our friend Emily? She went into engineering, and it was like all male. Oh wow! Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah you know so what? it's funny mm. you say that because I'm pretty sure I did biology too, and I didn't go anywhere towards that. Oh uh, yeah, same here. I was that's in the right. class, Yeah. 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 God, we were terrible. And I don't think you did biology with us, Haley. There was only one biology class you took. I didn't do biology. I did chem. Yeah, you did chem. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, like that's a right. real science student. <laughs> yeah. We were a waste. We went to zoo. I think I think I was. I should have probably, in hindsight, I was. I should have probably picked biology. But for some reason, I had this little stint in year twelve where I thought I could be a hotel manager, and I did hospitality, and that was in the uh, same like yeah. the same stream. So it was like biology or hotel. I'm like, I'm already doing chem. Let's, let's do like hospitality. Switch it up. You know, I dropped you know it after year 11. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's really interesting though? Um, we talked previously with Josh Risk and we know Josh Risk from high school and a, a musician at heart and just like our friend Canal, a killer, mm-hmm. a killer on the drums. Oh, it's <laughs> so interesting that these guys love music so much, but when it came to year 11, they were like, nah, fuck that. I ain't doing that class. Like, you know, they, yeah, nah. it was just a I've, terrible course, you know, and it, I think it was just music in our school. They just didn't seem appealing. Oh, okay. I didn't want to say that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And, and that could have been the fact with biology. Like if imagine you did biology in school and you were like, fuck this dude. I ain't going well, I, it's funny you say that. Cause I just, I felt like when I looked, was considering the options, 
there was nothing about it that appealed to me, even oh, though 100%. I became a biomedical scientist. Yeah. I, yeah, I just looked at it, I was like, mm, nah. this, this is not for me. Yeah. Yeah. See, for me, it was um, going to the zoo for an excursion. Yes, like, yeah. bro. We went to the barnacles. The barnacles <laughs> in the. Where do we go in the. I don't know. We went to the zoo. We went to the aquarium as well. I remember that. No, it was no, all no, in the no. one We went year. to a place where rock pools. We went to rock pools as well, and someone stacked it. See, maybe that's where oh, you lost yes. me. It probably got more environmental, and I'm definitely more about the medical stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, it's it's gotcha. just interesting how, like, subjects in school were like, mm, I'm, I'm going to get put off by that, so I'm going to avoid that, and I'll probably do better in it in the future. And, and you know, that's, that's a reality sometimes. Because <laughs> if, if I, I don't know, if I did advanced maths in, um, in school, I don't know if I would have taught it. Because the, the rate of um, teachers that, Sorry, the rate of kids that do well in maths and then actually go into maths teaching is absolutely zero. It's just not a thing. Yeah, because the ones that do good in oh. maths end up being like, you know, having those crazy hard jobs. Yeah, that's future, yeah, right? that's right. Yeah, but it's not even it's not even that it's not even an attractive job for them. Like, not even an idea. Like, I didn't even think of that. You mm. know, I'd, I'd rather go be an engineer and fly planes or something. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah, oh, that's interesting. So, I didn't know that. So straight out of uni, Haley, what did you do like to get to where you are now? Uh, so what I did in uni? Yeah, your course. So like, yeah, your course. So like, I mean, I'm assuming you just didn't step into this room <laughs> right after graduating. <laughs> just putting your resume right, I was KFC. a child prodigy. <laughs> yeah. Don't need a degree. Yeah. Nah. Um, so tell, yeah, well, let's work through your resume with us. Let's, I want to I see what you did. <laughs> uh, okay, so I went to UTS. Um, yeah. So University of Technology, Sydney. I did a double degree because I did business studies in year 11 and 12. And surprisingly, I did well in that. I didn't expect that. <laughs> Um, and, I, <laughs> and so I thought, oh, well, business is pretty much um, transferable and applicable in like any industry, right? Everything's essentially a business. And so I thought I'll do a double degree. Um, so I did the biomedical science and the um, business. And then I majored in accounting. Um, Wait, hold up. What? So you're doing biomedical science now, but you started accounting in uni. I did both, yes. She did a double. A double. You did double. So So the Bachelor of Biomedical Science and a Bachelor of Business. And for business, you had to pick a major. And so I I picked accounting. So uh, did you use that at all, that degree? Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) I I file my own taxes. Another one. Wow. (laughs) I file my own taxes and that's about as far as it goes. (laughs) It's, you Um, know, we we actually have had so many people that... um, they they graduate and they didn't even use a degree, and you are another one. Yeah, <laughs> I used I used the other two. Yeah, um, but you still had to use that time, you know, <laughs> and you're still paying for that. Well, so, well, the business it was I I didn't want to have to pick a major. Like the business was oh, like it was. It's yeah, good yeah. to know economics, finance, HR, yeah, like how mm-hmm. a business functions, right? Because if I wanted to eventually manage a lab or go become senior anything you yeah. just have to essentially know how a business functions corporate yeah world, like corporate if you want world. to go breaking bad yeah yeah but they a hundred percent right yeah. <laughs> um but then yeah you had to pick a major and i thought well i didn't want to really do marketing or hr because i felt i'm not trying to like flex or anything but i just felt some of the concepts were very commonsensical or not something that really drew me in just be um, honest just say it was fucking trash <laughs> <laughs> and i thought like oh finance and echo I was drawn to it, and I don't know if that's the inner Asian and the math in me. I was like, oh, that looks good, but it was probably more intense than I ever I had to really need it to the need it to know. Asian. <laughs> I gotta, get, I I gotta get an A. I gotta get an A. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love those numbers. 
yeah and I was like oh well that's too intense but probably I would never even need those skills so I felt like accounting was in the middle like accounting is applicable anywhere either my personal finances or outside the business managers always have to manage stock and accounts and stuff so I just felt like that was the most logical option to do so that's what I picked I hated it but I did it and then how many years was that uh well all up the double degrees four years yeah um what they do is like they cut out all the stuff you don't need so say foundation years like I would have to do like environmental biology and stuff like that but they cut that out for me so I literally just did biomed subjects and I didn't have to do two sets of stats like science stats or business stats I just yeah. did the one so, like those so entry, they, 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 they condensed it for you yeah and you, yeah, it's cool. good because you fast tracks and you come out with the two degrees yeah awesome yeah I get you because like in my degree we had to do these like filler subjects and right. this is Macquarie Uni and oh, one was dude. like I was Ethics. They call them, no, yeah, yeah, like, things like that. yeah, that like drugs across cultures, yeah, like all these yeah, like yeah. social kind oh, of dude, subjects that have no. They're trying yeah, to make you a more well-rounded student. Yeah, because we yeah. had, we but had, then um, you you know what you want to do, and you're like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm yeah. only here for the the credit points. Because I, I went to a <laughs> yeah, Catholic exactly. uni and I did theology, uh, philosophy, and ethics, bro. Just why? <laughs> What's the point? Like, I went for the units that didn't have an exam at the end of the semester. I just specifically went for those. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can I ask tips 101? <laughs> tips tip one. Yeah. Write it down, kids. Assessments only. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. So, so you, you finished and then you just walk into biomedical science? How do you go? Uh, no, I did another degree. <laughs> oh, so you're back. in science, um, you can do a basic degree, but it's essentially just the bare basics. Like I said, there's, it's such a broad um field and you kind of need to specialize in a bit of something right okay. uh so at uts I, at uts yeah well yep. i actually started my first job in a lab and then after six months i took a six month break just because i've been studying what you, you go to school since you're like five years old right yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a hard slog and i was just like i can take six months but i didn't want to mm. do more than that or take like a full gap year because I probably wouldn't end up being able to go back and study. People always say like, oh, I've had two years off and I can't just, I can't do it. So I'm like, okay, a bit of a break, but not too long. It's the biggest it. mistake you can make, man. Just yeah. get in there, get it done, get your master's, yeah. get out. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah for sure. You know, so, you, you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I started, um, I got my first job at Douglas Family Moyer, um, pathology. It was like an entry level position. So, um, when you apply for them, there's just one of three entry-level departments that you go into. And they base it, I didn't know until later, but they base it off your phone interview. So if you have someone that's very good at communicating and talking and like a bit of an extrovert. Oh, really? They put you onto like the doctor's hotline. So it's like medical oh. centers calling and like, hey, can I get this test result? Can you fax me this stuff? Doctor wants to add on another test. Can you do that? So you're kind of like a little hotline. If you're someone that's a bit timid and not very out there, they, yeah. they throw you into like data entry or like specimen reception. Yeah, we were talking with Jesse about this because yeah. in his job, so he was, uh, can I, I, can't, I can't remember what Jesse said, he was a bioconstructor or whatever, train, train driver man. So he was... <laughs> that's his best get, friend right there. Okay? <laughs> to, yeah. to get into, um, to get into uh, the transit offices, he had to actually do a role play where he would actually talk to a disgruntled customer on the train. And this is an actor. Yeah. yeah. Oh, would, wow. Okay. And then you find out that the person who actually is playing the role play that the actor is, is actually a transit officer. Um, oh. So he's actually just acting and like, oh, you know, I'm sick. I'm so mad right now. And you have to try and try and deal with this, um, deal with this disgruntled customer on the train without, you know, 
screwing up basically it's like they're trying to it's like putting you in a real life situation to perfect the customer service and you know that's a, that's a interesting example you say on the phone because you yeah. never think you have to be ready on the phone yeah it's not something you learn from being i, I didn't i wasn't even ready for this call so like obviously i applied and i was getting ready to go to work so at the time i was working at Coles. it was literally half an hour before my shift i was, I was like <laughs> about to walk out the door and i get this call i'm like oh crap, I think I might be one of the jobs I applied for. So I answered it and they're like, do you have time for a quick phone interview? I did not, but you, you don't say that, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay? right You've come out of no uni, way. you're like, I will take any any job. I just put my foot in the door. I will wash mm. beakers for but 10 that, months that, if that's that, what you want me. That could be, a, that could be just the thing, oh no, I actually got to gotta go crap right now. Can you just give me a sec? Like, you, you, you got to be ready for that. And then what yeah. else? Yeah. Yeah, I also believe that your retail experience would have helped you with that as well, because you deal with the worst of the worst kind of clients in at KFC and with Coles as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I've been in that space, and you <laughs> like you learn to deal with these personalities. You learn to not take crap from them. Get aggressive, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I yeah, get it. Yeah, I be firm just, when you need to be firm. You just realize, like, when it comes to like food or like kind of those basic services, people have like a certain level of like expectation. It's like I want, I this is fast food. I'm paying cheap money for it. And I want it quick. I want it now. Mm. I want it perfect. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's instant gratification. Basically, yeah. yeah. yeah so like, yeah, you're right. It probably did help me, but totally not ready for the call. But like, what do you do? You just got to dive in, take yeah, it. And no. I was like, yeah, I've got, I've got so much time. I'm fine. I'm not like, stressing. <laughs> and I was like straightening my hair at the time. I'm like, oh my god. Um. And so it's funny because the lady that interviewed is one of my good friends now, Mel. Um, ah. But yeah, I remember when uh, I think she left. She left the job and she finally told me. She's like, "Oh yeah, that's what we do with all the interviewees on the phone. Like we suss out like which department they'd go in." And I was like, "Oh, you didn't tell me this." <laughs> Man, that's so sneaky. I'm like, "You did it to me." <laughs> that's crazy. That's so crazy. And like, the fact that I ended up in that department, I was like, "So I did well." Yeah. <laughs> well, well, you definitely did. And then, um, so you got into that job after taking mm -hmm. six months off? Uh, no, I got into that job straight away. Straight and away. And I was working there. Yeah, so yeah. I remember I got the job um, like November, December 2012. And then you were like, I needed a break. Well, yeah, yeah, because every, everyone's like, oh, are you going straight into master's, like, first semester? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I just started this new job, and we've been yeah. studying for so long, and everyone's like, are you taking gap year? What are you guys doing? And at that point, I was like, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this job, do the training, get really into it for, like, six months, and then um, once I'm a bit settled, then I'll start uni. Because, you know, when you start uni, you've got all these demands. You're, like, trying to change the schedule. You have to attend classes yeah. administration you need, you need leave for like assignments which i didn't have at the time like mm. at that point so i was like let me get settled into this role let me take a break from study and just work and you know enjoy my weekends um mm. yeah so uh yeah it's so important to take time for yourself man that could you yeah. could have burnt out you really could yeah oh yeah. now i remember actually i wasn't working at Coles at the time i was working at the pub and i remember at the pub like hospitality it all your weekends are gone. So I remember yeah. really enjoying not having to roster a Saturday off like a month in advance if someone had a party. <laughs> hmm. You had to be on your deathbed if you wanted a Friday, Saturday, yeah. Sunday especially night off. The, especially with being in retail because your business days will be the weekends. You hmm. can barely take weekends off. So was that like the first time you had a Saturday off in ages? Yes, a long yeah. time. So I remember... How did I feel? I remember because I remember the feeling. How did it feel for you? Oh, it it was amazing because people were like, "Hey, Saturday, can you do this?" And it was like, "I yes, I can. <laughs> I can also do the next one or the next one. You pick any. I can do them yeah, all." Yeah, well, 
Because I remember going from Bunnings to real estate and not having a Saturday off in like five years. And they come to this role. I woke up on a Saturday. I was just like, what do I do today? <laughs> Everyone's off as well. Like it's, I go, it's I can go get brunch. <laughs> Everyone's been talking about brunch. I can go get brunch now. See what this brunch yeah, business was, was is great. about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. Got hash browns. <laughs> Man, so so Haley, mm. you um, recently you were on channel 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 seven, I think. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, yes, yes. So, um, <laughs> Glad you brought so, that up. So tell us some. Um, who did you murder? Um, what were you, were you drink driving? <laughs> what, what, what was going on there? Unfortunately, not any of those. Not as wild. Um, it was just a little, like, it was with Sam Mack, just a sunrise weather segment. Bro, um, shout out Sam Mack. That dude is hilarious. <laughs> I, don't, I don't watch Channel 7 anymore, but when I was on, always. But before we get into this, let's talk about why you were on the news in the first place and what led you to that because we haven't gone over Well, that. I was, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, well, I was on it because they were doing this little bit on St. John Ambulance and they were just asking people to come up and just um, come just be in the background or like answer some questions if he had any for you and like I, I went to that and then um, he ended up asking me a question on the show. So yeah, it was just my volunteering work that I do with St. John Ambulance that got me there. Canal, you're a 30 year old man. Are you running out to go do volunteer work? Uh, next, next question, please. <laughs> I can say it's it's not something you hear about. It's not something you hear about, especially the kids at our age. They're doing this stuff. So tell us why. I don't even volunteer to do things for myself. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. You got you got to volunteer more often. But look, I'm the same. Um, but tell us, Haley, what 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 drives you into volunteer work? So you also do you're at St John's, and you also do SES. Correct. Yes. Jesus. What? How? What came first? St John's. Is that two different things? They're two different sure. things. Okay. <laughs> so St. John's. Okay. So what made you get into the St. John's thing? Um, so one of the girls at the lab that I worked at at Douglas, um, she's like, she asked me one weekend, she's like, hey, come and do this first aid course with me. I'm like, oh, okay, well, first aid, I should do it. I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll come with you. Why, why are you doing your first aid for? Like, do we need it for work? She was like, no, I actually um, want to sign up with them. I want to join, become a volunteer. And I was like, what, what, what do you do? And she basically, I, I didn't know it was a thing, right? She was like, oh, basically it's like, um, you know, at like community events and stuff like that, they you legally need to have some sort of first aid or some sort of medical aid there. And like, it's too expensive and not really a good idea to have our like New South Wales paramedics um, tied down to just watching junior AFL or something. So you have us uh trained like in first aid and like more advanced techniques but like yeah. not as high as a paramedic but like in that in between space and so you you're skilled enough to do advanced cpr do the defib do oxygen resource and stuff like that um you can give basic pain meds like the uh, the green whistle like yeah. the rain. um so you can provide a decent bit of first aid and like pre-hospital care before the real paramedics and that get in there um so Hayley, it feels like a legal liability Hayley, yeah. have you ever had to do it have you ever had to use your skills me yes seriously oh, tell us are you like tell us is that like confidential you know what's interesting even before you even start we get trained every year for cpr anaphylaxis and the amount of teachers that just fucking have a laugh at it and you know and i try and do my best whatever but there is no fucking way that you would be so cool in that scenario to pull out a defib after you do 30 hits of CPR 
yeah, I would, bro, it doesn't matter oh, what trade Even I, I in the moment, packing. like, I remember when I first started, like, so I was just always, I'm always really good at, like, learning stuff, right? Like, I've always been doing yeah, well yeah. at school, courses, certificates, so I can get more. Look, she's um, Asian, guys. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of an overachiever, a bit of an overachiever. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then you get to, like, your first patient and they're like, go, and you're like, oh, yep. Cool. Hey, hi. My name is Haley. Are you are you good? <laughs> so you do panic a little bit, but I think like um, with each patient and with each case, you kind of get a bit more comfortable. And you mm. kind of know what you need to look for. Um, and I have used CPR a few times, but like one of them um, was at the city to surf. This lady was running. I won't say too many names or too many details, but yeah, yeah, she was cool. basically she was just she was just running right and like near the end and like obviously it's not a set path to do surf there's like just the yeah. road and the curb and so she jumped up on a curb just to kind of get around some people and when she was coming down off it she just kind of missed the road and she kind of slipped and so she slipped the back of her head hit the corner like of the curb and shit. she started she started seizing like she went into oh. an instant seizure so i wasn't there when it happened but i was the team leader for the six teams that were monitoring all of Campbell Parade. So yeah. I just get this call from um, one of my teams and they're like, hey, we're responding to this job. You need to come here ASAP. And you know what City Surf's like? It's, it's packed. There's heaps of oh, people. Yeah. And I'm Never this short, short woman trying to find my way through a sea of people. Running the other way. <laughs> Running <laughs> the opposite way. Um, trying to jump these barriers with like the oh pack my on my back. <laughs> I'm like, where are they? And so... I get there and like everyone's already started to like try work on her and I was just part of the crew that was working for her until we tried to get her transport which was really hard at the time so um but we had good SES broke there doing crowd control and stuff and yeah but it was scary because anything seizure based oh my god terrifying yeah 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 fuck the city to surf I ain't not going <laughs> I ain't doing that I ain't running with a crowd of people I'm running my I've treadmill. done it I've done it it was the worst experience of my life but people are peeing just before they run <laughs> <laughs> terrible oh man fuck that what Haley? can i congratulate you for saving yeah. lives for for being there and honestly you think about it without our volunteers you know at these community events but you know we're you exactly what you said we're taking away our paramedics which which we are in need of too they, they need to have two weeks annual leave because of their crazy jobs um, actually mm, a month there, I don't know. um but yeah so you you've you're with st john's um, so mm -hmm. then what do you do? So you go to SES because you, I think you would, we had a conversation before, you were saying it's a world-renowned um, sort of qualification, SES training. Which one? No. <laughs> Was it SES? No. I think you're talking about a St. John's one. It's called MIMS. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, so basically. I, just, I think I'm talking about the Channel 7 show, to be honest. I don't know. Uh, I did too many certificates. I don't buy, I don't keep track and I don't well, expect okay. anyone Mike, you're up. Um, I'm just big about personal development and like growing and continuous learning. So if there's always like a little course or a certificate that's like relevant or like a good life skill, then it's free. Which is when that, you you're always proactive with those things. When you volunteer, is they that give the course it. you've got that mini baseball bat you've been posting, and you got like a little <laughs> no, totally looking like different. a phallic symbol trying to smack people <laughs> in the park or something. Is that is that a Krav Maga thing? No, it's a different yeah. thing altogether. <laughs> Oh, I have okay. too many extracurricular activities. Um, but one of the crab instructors actually, the head instructor actually, he got us onto that. It's just a form of like steel club training. So it kind of has its like roots in um, a Persian tradition. I think it's called milling where they have like the wooden bats. 
and it's basically like you know when you do a kettlebell and yeah. just when you swing it it builds all that core strength and that like rotational and like transplanar strength just because you're swinging it different ways and you're like meant to like tense your core and your muscles in the opposite way yeah. um so with the steel clubs and the mace um it's like the second and third levels of that because the weight is further away so you, it's like further away from your body and you have so strength. It, it, it's it's harder so like i had like a four eight kilo club and that is way harder than like a 20 kilo kettlebell like way <laughs> harder lie, when you said steel club i thought you said seal club i was going to kick you off this podcast <laughs> a seal club? <laughs> she's, just, she's just clubbing baby seals. <laughs> seals i was like what is she talking about what, what, what no, are you talking I've, about I've just seen it and um actually i actually like looking at um Haley's stories because it actually you know, it makes me happy about my life because there's things out there that we can do, you know, coming out of lockdown. And, and that's what's interesting because um, you always post uh, videos or um, pictures of like wonderful beaches and fucking the seashore and, you know, you got these amazing views off the cliff. And I'm thinking, Haley lives in Wiley Park because that's where we all went, went to school in Lakemba. <laughs> she did live in Wiley yeah. Park. Now, Haley lives in Wiley Park. Why the fuck would she leave Wiley Park for this, you know, beautiful shorelines and, you know, <laughs> run on that Bondi line? That, I know, especially in lockdown. It's such an LGA flex. Yeah. Just, <laughs> well, just running around these beaches. So, so why, why the move? I'm, I'm, I'm very curious because a lot of us would rather stay where we are. We're comfortable, you know? I'm, I moved to be closer to work. So, yeah, I was living like Lakemba Wiley Park area, then Greenacre. Um, and then I moved out west, um, and I was just living there for a little while. And then I got a job in the city, so I got this job at the research institute. And I was like, oh yeah, Westmeter, you know, Kings Cross, that's easy, you know. But it was like three hours of my life; it was too hard. Um, and it's I massive, it. isn't it? Because time is something you can't get back; it's relative. So, like, the closer you are to work, it means the more time you have. You for these programs and stuff you can do. You know, it's, no, it's, definitely. Yeah, it's, it it's, made, I got three hours of my life back, and like oh, I remember dude. the first month um, of me working and living here. I got I got home like in twenty minutes, and I was like, I, I I'm confused. Like I don't know. What to do <laughs> so much time. What do I yeah. do? <laughs> I got yeah, home, but... and I was like, I, I went for a run. I made dinner. I had a shower, and I was like, I still got two hours. Like what the, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I remember your Instagram story. I woke up at like midday, and I looked at your Instagram story, and you have got this sun like a sunrise shot. Like you're in the sunrise with your still club. So we get it with this like motivational music and, and I'm like what fuck, the fuck am I doing in my life? And a dog's like fucking I'm living my best life. Yeah, you're running in slow motion. Oh. It's a bay. It's and good I'm, to see. Yeah, because a lot of people don't think about it. Like a, like I, I'm. I don't want to move closer to my work. Oh, hell no, I don't want to. Do that. I don't want to live in that area. But like it, if you had the opportunity, and the city is the hub, man. It's the, it, the concerts are held there. The, the the best dining places in the city. Are held. Uh, the lifestyle is totally different yeah. here and i think it was just mm. more i think in my area so i'm around like settling green acre the demographic is just like a whole bunch of young professionals and young families yeah. and everything here is new you've got like all the like i like reading so the library's right there there's always like live music and like whatever good restaurants about so there's always like a good place to just have quick yeah. after work drinks and dinner yeah. and then come back upstairs and just chill you know yeah. hey, um even five minutes from the city the airport yeah, yeah. no because we we saw it um just we want to shout out to phil um after phil's wedding um, we all thought it would be a great idea to walk from Phil's wedding, which was in, um, I don't know. Uh, Rosebury. Rosebury. Red, Rosebury? Rosebury, Rosebury yeah. Rosebury. Yeah. And then we thought it was a good idea to walk Haley home um, from that area. So <laughs> we were walking um, 
and uh, Haley was in front of us by a mile because we were all just stragglers because we'd been drinking the whole night. Um, but the really interesting thing was Haley is trained in you know CPR. She got that Saint John ambulance experience, and she does Krav Maga, and she does some sort of phallic weapon training as well. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure she could beat the crap out of anyone. So actually, with us walking with you. We thought we were taking care of you, but really, you knew. Yeah, you were taking care of us. <laughs> yeah. You knew yeah. it. I just had to make sure you got to the train station, okay, guys? <laughs> well, we got the Uber once we dropped you off and then we walked you home. Um, but, yeah, it was an absolutely amazing night um, But walking. Um, yeah, but, yeah, you, know, you didn't have a fear. And you're a, you're a, you're a fe- young female working, um, walking home in the dark. You did not care. You're like, no, I'm sweet. On that note, though, I was wearing my heels. Okay, I had a weapon at re- like ready to go. <laughs> what? Just... I remember a funny thing. And about I, that I just wanted too. to get home because they were hurting, so they were ready to come off in any second. <laughs> run. Yeah. I remember uh, I told Jesse to hold up a fake gun at Haley, and then I told Haley to disarm him, and then oh, Haley yeah. did some weird crab maga um, move. She backflipped. And, yeah, something like that. And then we <laughs> were the just wedding. putting shit on Jesse. We're like, oh my god, Jesse, she's off your size. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you don't you don't think about it. You're like, oh, like, like you know, well, I'm sure I'm sure I could easily you know take. But no, I think Haley will fuck you up. Like, oh, yeah. if, <laughs> if you guys, if anyone out there is thinking about trying to take on Haley, she will fuck you up, and yeah. then she won't CPR you, even if she does. I feel, I feel safe around you, Haley. Yeah. I do. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's um. Well, it's I'm glad. Thing. I mean, even when I bring up a story, um, there's actually a, my favorite story, Haley, and um. I want to shout out Phil again because um, this happened at Philip's birthday. Um, so, oh no, what is it? So what happened was Canal was there too. Uh, so we were all um, having a great time at Phil's birthday. Um, and I think it was his 25th, 26th. I don't know. Um, oh dear, I think I know the story. <laughs> um, so Haley is adamant, absolutely adamant to drive us all home. Okay. Oh, and yes. no one... No one is in any good condition, all right? Which is so, why I wanted to drive them home, okay? I'm the mother hen. That's right. And play. it was myself, um, Jesse from the podcast, our last podcast, and Dean. We were in the back. Um, Jesse's partner was in the front. Now, Haley, we had drank a copious amount, like to the point where Jesse, I could walk up to Jesse. I'd be like, Jesse, <laughs> do you want this chicken? And Jesse'd be like, Where'd you get that from? I was like, I don't know, I found it. Do you want it? And he's like, Yeah. So we were just eating chicken from, <laughs> we don't even know where. Jesse was hitting some book. Jesse would be like, Hey, do you want some booker? And, he'd, and then they would do shots and uh, we were drinking all that. Whatever. All right. So the night has happened. We've been drinking. Haley is adamant to drop us home. Like, Look, let me take you guys home. And we're like, All right. You know, fine. If you're gonna tell us, we'll do it. Get it. We get in the car. Jesse's head touches the ceiling of the Yaris. Was it a Yaris or an Echo? No, it was my Swift. It was a Suzuki Swift. Okay. (laughs) Now Jesse is so, and anyone who's ever met Jesse, that he's a monster of a man, big old polar bear. So he had to have his head up on the ceiling. And he put his arm around Dean. Okay, this is an important part of the story because I'm on the other side and we're all sitting in the back. All right, the two ladies are in the front. Haley is driving. It's basically a clown car. Yeah. That's how tiny this thing is. Now, we're driving. There's a couple of speed bumps because we're driving through Canterbury Bankstown because fucking Canterbury has to have speed bumps to avoid all these people that are speeding. It consistently hits and Jesse does not feel well. I'm looking at Jesse and <laughs> Dean. And Dean's looking at me. He's like, I think he's gonna go. 
Jesse is in the back of a Suzuki Swift. His head is touching the ceiling, so he can't crank his neck. His arm is around Dean, and she, Kaylee's driving. He <laughs> he projectile vomits from the back seat to the front windscreen. What hits the windscreen, <laughs> bounces back onto the girls. <laughs> he. <laughs> And and the thing was, he was throwing up because he was like, oh, my God, I need to breathe. He projectiles. He can't get his arm around because it's around Dean. So he's got, Was he in the middle? Was he riding? No, 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 no. He was on the angles. So he's hit these poor girls. So he hit, I think he hit the back of Haley too. And then he hit the oh, front he hit of Haley. My, what was it? my left shoulder copped it. I just remember hearing, what? And then I just felt <laughs> my left ear, my left shoulder covered in it. I saw it go into... The uh, air vents in the middle in the oh, center console. Damn. I just saw it go right. into it and it right. splashed, and I was like, I, I don't I know what, I don't guy. know what to yeah. do now. Right. <laughs> and do you know what, Haley? Can I just say, Haley was never angry at Jesse. Never. She was never mad. She never put him down for it. It's something we still laugh about. Uh, yeah, I think that's what I remember most about that night as well. It was just your reaction. You didn't even ask for like cleaning money or anything. Like you just went and cleaned it yourself. Like you just. He yes. was sick and I, he didn't mean it. I yeah. felt bad. He's not like, I swear, look, Haley's driving. Fuck that. And I mean, yeah. like, if I ever project out vomit in Jesse's car, he can't say shit, right? Yeah, that's yeah, right. I know. That's you right. got that on him. Yeah, right. to get out of hey, jail free. That's car. a credit. Exactly. That's a credit right yeah. there. You need to debit that. <laughs> debit it for sure. Like, Jesse, we'll remember that time, you know. Yeah, yeah. But when he did that, we all got out of the car and then we were. <laughs> We couldn't get Jesse back in the car, so we had to... We had to he was like, walking. I'm so sorry, I'm walking yeah. home, I'm so ashamed, and I had Nicole try to scoop out his vomit with her hands, and yeah. I was like, just leave it. We, we even, he, Jesse took off his shirt, he was walking around Belmore with his singlet on, just <laughs> trying to hide. He wanted to, he think he laid down on a couple of lawns, but man... He was so night. embarrassed, he yeah. was so ashamed. Well, that's right, because he, he's not usually a man that fucks up, but he genuinely fucked up. <laughs> Genuinely yeah. fucked up. Hilarious. That's probably one of my all-time, one of my all-time favorites, all-time favorites. But you know, it's it's such a credit to you, Haley, because you know you never, you've never been that type of person. You've never been, you know, even arrogance, even with um what you're doing now. Like you never see like, oh, you know, I'm a fucking biomedical science. You know, like a, like a lot of people, a lot of people would have a profession sometimes, and they would use that as like, oh, you know, I'm a doctor, I'm a pilot, whatever. You know, but you never do that. You know, this is the first time I hear about your job. And I'm, you know, maybe. I'm, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> maybe it's the first time I'm actually, you know, coherent, <laughs> not, <laughs> not as violently aggressively drunk. Um, but yeah, like you're Haley Espinel. You are not your job. Like you're just, you're just like this all-rounded person. You're not defined by one thing. You got so many things as well, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, it's it's a credit to you because a lot of people they get into their job and that's it. That's their life. That's who they are. Yeah. 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 Huge oh, reality. wow. I always felt like work was a big part of my personality. But I guess it's just that I, I guess I kind of really like what I do. I've just always wanted to do something that helps people. I just had skills that I knew I could apply. And I guess mm. I love what I do. So I don't feel like it's work work. It's like yeah, yeah. bounce around between hobbies. Yeah. Well, yeah. Look, look, let's take it back to school. Tell me, um, what's your favorite subject? What was the subject in school that you loved to do? Uh, math. Yeah? Math, yeah. Yeah, what, advanced or...? <laughs> Did you do three unit? I did do three unit, yeah. Um, She's one of those people. One of those. 
uh, but I'm not a four unit person. I, as much as it, as appealing as it looked, I couldn't see any real world application for it. And I'm, I'm very practical with everything that I do. And I was like, I don't understand unreal numbers. I want real numbers mm. to do real things. <laughs> yeah, you're looking at like tautology and stuff like the, and I know where you're going to. It's, yeah, it's, and I was like, oh, it's, I think too abstract for what I'll probably ever need to do. And I'm not going to mm. put myself through that. Um, it's one of the hardest even with teaching advanced math sometimes like I'm, like what else can i tell you about displacement whether it's you know particles and stuff like i can't like i can't bring this to a real life situation in any other way like the practical units are like you know acceleration and velocity i'm like bro where are you going to use this in life all of you are just going to work at kfc <laughs> yeah. the sad reality of it sad reality um but i think it's because um as well I think sometimes for maths in particular, I think that the world is moving so quickly and it's and it, it can't really catch up to all the, the innovation and the advancements. You know, even like you look at a science textbook from our year and look at a science, like science textbook now, it would be completely apples and oranges. Like the, the stuff, the, the so, many, so many advancements have been, you know, since oh, that so time period. Now that you say that, it's, um, so I do genetics, right? And like, that wasn't even like I could I struggled to find a degree that was exactly what I wanted. I wanted to do like diagnostic genomic kind of stuff, and it was such a new kind of field of study. It was all in research papers, so I just did a master's degree that had the most genetic subjects in it, and hopefully that was enough to get me a job in the field or whatever. But now, I think as of twenty seventeen, I was at a conference once, and they're like, "We're launching these new degrees," and it was like everything that I ever wanted before. <laughs> And like, because oh, it's like now that we have this space and we've got this right. standard, yeah. now we've made courses based mm. on that. And then all the stuff that was originally taught at those unis, they're now incorporating it into the syllabus at school. So now you're a teacher, Adrian, and like, yeah. you can see that they've got like the introduction of like Watson and Crick, but like they used to be introduced into year 11, but now they're bringing it into primary school stuff, like That's the concept right. of DNA. So, so, so people are actually interested by the time they get to high school. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that they've already got those basic things, yeah. and by the time they get to uni, like stuff that I learned at uni, they would have learned in primary school, which is interesting. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's 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 not even interesting, Haley. It's frustrating. It's frustrating <laughs> that for some reason we're just caught up on the basic things of photosynthesis and you know and osmosis <laughs> and like I I look at the science. Look at you and your science words. Yeah, hey, hey, I know some <laughs> shit. I know some shit. And it's and it's just like I look at the science teachers and they're such brilliant people, but they're having to almost be um like shoved through a funnel to get to that sort of education model that it's it's no longer about um the the brilliance of 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 researching. Let's let's try this experiment. Let's see what happens and like that. It's not like that. It's like. Here's a fucking Bunsen burner. Let's put some fucking magnesium on it and see what happens. Hey, yes. what do you guys reckon? Don't, hey? don't look into the light. Yeah. yeah. Everyone loves that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only one I can remember. Yeah, look away. Yeah. Anyway. Wear your safety glasses. Besides that and the and the um, lesson where one of the kids got caught with drugs in our class, that's the only two science oh, lessons yeah, I can remember. Only yeah. Two. Yeah. Yeah. That's that right. kid was someone <laughs> I dated. <laughs> was it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we don't gotta go too far into that but um i do i actually do want to ask um is it hard um so dating now because i'm 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 a i'm, I'm married I'm, I, will, I will say that i love my wife to death but tell me is it because both of you are single mm -hmm. tell me is it is it hard 
because would men find it intimidating like you're so smart like 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 imagine like a you'd be dating a guy and you'd be like what's that like <laughs> how, do, how do you how do you find someone do you have to find someone in your field because the fact that i get to talk about my day with my wife because we're both teachers is, is an amazing thing like is, is that something you look for intellectual <laughs> ability it, it definitely is uh no, I don't, they don't have to they don't have to understand science or anything but i just want them to kind of have an interest in other things like not so shallow a topic so sometimes i would go on dates and it never goes beyond anything like what you did on the weekend and I just like sports and drinking and I'm like hey I love sport I love drinking look I'm drinking now as yeah. I gear up for the NRL <laughs> yeah, of course, you're, you're gonna you're gonna do some hit-ups that's what you're gonna do yeah <laughs> 100% um <laughs> but then like I don't know it's just like after a while like so like do you read anything is it or like do you, are like you a, do you, are you not a dead shit <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like do you have any interest or is there something that you like learning about like do you have any interest in like the world itself like some people like, and i've met some guys like oh yeah i kind of like politics or like oh i really like history i watch like a lot of history docos that's their thing right i'm like yeah, oh that's, yeah. that's actually cool it's just yeah. someone you can have you can have a like a normal conversation with or like something a bit more deep yeah. Um, <laughs> you can learn from rather than just you know so they cool. don't have to know genetics but it is nice when they're like oh yeah like if I explain a concept in like layman's terms, it's something that they can appreciate. They're like, oh, okay. So like say with chemo stuff, you're trying to personalize chemo drugs based on someone's genetics. So instead of chemo being hit and miss these days, you can personalize it to make it just hit. And then being able to appreciate that because they kind of understand that like, oh yeah, chemo and how it kind of basically works. You know, just- A chemo uh, pill? Yeah, that, that is pretty interesting. Well, Go on about hang that. Hang on, hang on. So you're saying that you can find a you can do chemo that actually nails the cancer yeah oh really i thought it had to kill everything that's what chemo did. yeah because like the way it looks when people see in the chair needing chemo it just looks like he's pumping poison just mm, everywhere no so okay so historically i don't want to go too much off attention but we're so dead shit <laughs> science bro i know we're we so don't know anything about science <laughs> i only know this because it's my job okay yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay um uh, like, it's like, I would say that everyone's like, oh, you're so smart, but it's like, I literally have a $56,000 hex debt and I studied science for like a long time and it's my job. <laughs> Asking me to build a house, it won't happen. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a skill. It's like, a Haley, skill mount the TV on the wall. I'm like, I'm going to get someone on airtime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is just easier. Mm. Um, but basically, so I say with chemo, yes, initially it started like that and how they used to give people chemo is, um, I just look at like the cancer you have and it's like, okay, you've got breast cancer. Everyone with breast cancer, it's the same cancer and you're going to get the same drug. And mm. they didn't realize that in your DNA, like your genetics tells you what your body can handle, like your liver enzymes. Like some people can take Panadol, some people can't, you know, some people it only lasts four hours, some people it lasts ages. Yeah. Um, similar with chemo, like your body, everyone, like everyone's different. So like everyone's got different eye colors, different hair colors, different skin color, but also like everyone's got different, but in like liver functionality, um, everyone can handle different things. People have tumors that grow in different ways. So it's seeing that level of granularity and then taking that onto your chemo treatment. So instead of everyone having, so say you get two breast cancer patients, one could have it, um, one, they could have two different mutations. So same physiological look, like different, on the surface level, like different same stages. phenotype is the word for it. Yeah. yeah, but underneath it, at a molecular level, it's actually caused by two different mutations. And so you can't, you have to treat the mutation, not 
the surface level stuff. And so um, it's an area called precision medicine. So basically you're trying to um, genetically tailor someone's treatment to suit them. Wow. Cool. This is the science lesson I've had my entire life. Bro, honestly, honestly, that was amazing. You, you, <laughs> you explained something so difficult. Know, so you should, you should, you should teach. Honestly, you shouldn't. Actually, you shouldn't. You'll hate it. You'll hate science. Don't do that. That's probably like the hundredth time I've had to explain it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, uh, yeah, it's, she's it's uh, so, it's so, th- it's so synthesized now that she can actually <laughs> communicate it to dummies. I like yeah. that. That's awesome. No, it's, it's, it's cool, man. Like, it, like I would, I would be nervous, like to even have a conversation and not think that this other person thinks I'm an idiot. Just like, what's that? Like, how did you get that? <laughs> like, Kanal, I'm sure you've sort of had the same thing because um, you've you've talked to a few a few women. Is it is it difficult sometimes? Like, uh, you know, starting you holding know how that conversation. To speak to women. <laughs> yeah, but like, it's well, I'm not, Kanal, I'm not you've spoken to women, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying, to, um, I'm, I'm trying to get his point of view now. Kanal, can you tell us what you say? about your job it's like a year you know so we look at the marketing and the, we look at the tech wise and then the... <laughs> the thing is, i don't really try to talk about my job too much because i because like Haley, i don't try to define myself by the job role like it's just a thing i do to make money that's all it is for me but in so when it comes to you know having a conversation i exactly i look for the same thing that Haley does like i want to learn about what they're interested in yeah yeah Mm. and expand on that yeah. something that i don't know and I'll learn but from. you can say that sometimes when women come at you with that if do you feel like you're getting interrogated uh no because i feel no. like that can happen too cause some men are really like they find that stuff really personal like oh you know why you know why is she trying to get in deep here like <laughs> if they know. see it that way it's probably their own insecurity that they're yeah, projecting because yeah. i'm i'm totally not there to judge it's just like i if i like like i said i, I look for someone that has a bit more depth to them because um, mm. I do like museums, I do like reading a lot. I'm very big on a lot of things, and just having someone to be able to like share or appreciate or bounce off that. And like you said, you want to know what drives somebody, what motivates them, what what's their passion and yeah. stuff. And yeah. you know, you can appreciate even if you're like totally not into it and don't get it. Like you want to know what it is for them and what it means to them and support them if and that's that, like a yeah. thing for them. New things is important. And- yeah, it's like Haley, like yeah. history docos. I'm gonna leave her for two hours while she does her thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. No, it's a, it's good to know because um, you know these these apps are hot, man. These Tinder hot, these Tinders and these Bumblebees and Bumbles. Um, I know that uh, you know there's a lot of single people out there. I think they need tips. They definitely need tips. Um, but you know. That's a whole separate podcast, guys. Dating know, right? by Is Haley it, uh... and <laughs> <laughs> Just Adrian, like, what the fuck? What's going on here, bro? Um, yeah, fair enough. Well, you know, Haley, we also have to, in this podcast, we also try and do a top five. Um, so what I'm going to ask is, uh, okay. what is your top five diseases that you love to run into <laughs> as a, as a biomedical? Is this, is it like, oh, I thought it was like someone who's dating. Oh, um, no. What? <laughs> but I didn't even think of that. That'd be hilarious. I want to know, yeah. Haley, like when you get a sample, <laughs> when you get a blood <laughs> sample, I think, or a urine sample? I don't think it's a urine sample. Or a swab. What are the five... It's a weird fucking question, What's man. your top five diseases that you're like, oh, that's a surprise that I found. Come on. Wait. Okay, Come so on. is this like when I was back in the pathology days? Yeah, hell yeah. Let's go. Because I know it. You told me. I the, know the last person we asked this like pop quiz question to, <laughs> we asked it about their top favorite snacks yeah, in high school. Yeah, that's right. I don't fuck that. No, no, she's, too, right. nah, she's not shallow. She's okay. deep. 
<laughs> Tell me, what is your top five diseases? You're like, what the fuck? Well, it would be quite lunar because like we we only tested for certain things in the lab. But um, uh, okay, okay cool. but yeah, so okay, so like previously, not at Douglas Henry Moya, um, I was doing pathology stuff. I worked in the molecular bio lab and in genetics, um, and in the molecular lab, it was mostly infectious stuff. And yes, uh, STDs are right up there. <laughs> you to give us the names. Give us the names. Come on. Not the patients, so yeah, of course. <laughs> if you want, name. Um. Okay. Uh. Damn it. Um, Is there something that's very common that we should be on the lookout? Not the lookout, but like <laughs> be cautious of. No, what are you looking at, man? <laughs> Look, all the look- are super common, but the ones we, the ones that um were big up there were like uh, gonorrhea and chlamydia. Um, in urine sample, yeah, 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 it's quite common, but easily fixable, which is a good thing. Um, it's always awkward too when you, because obviously you see the patients' names and stuff. And Douglas is mm. quite a big company, number one in Australia. So I do often, not often, but I've seen enough of my friends or like friends of friends and samples, and you know how hard it is to not say anything. Holy <laughs> shit! So like I, 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 my jaw hit the floor. <laughs> I don't, and the reason I don't say it is because it is such a good pathology company, and I don't want people being scared to go to the well, best they, well, service they to, because they're scared. Oh, I don't want Haley to see it because I don't like. Uh, I'll see it, but I'm not going to go tell anybody. I'm not gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well, so you've, you've I've seen so people from primary school, and I was like, oh, what have you been up to? And like, I'm like, I just saw on Facebook that you were in Thailand. <laughs> 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 okay, so, so you've got you've got your this is and this is i've just been trying to get to this bit for the whole hour like the other stuff wait full disclosure guys i don't work here anymore so please <laughs> don't yeah. okay well look you've you've said gonorrhea chlamydia what are the other diseases that you've seen um well there's gonorrhea chlamydia there's herpes um there's uh well when people said there's like traveler's diarrhea like all the kind of like Diardia and stuff like oh that. Oh my god! So it's like fecal samples. That wasn't fun. Um, and I think when I was doing, well, so for pregnant women, you you they swabbed the lady's like cervix and stuff for um, group B strep, and like it's not bad, right? They just need to swab it. But sometimes when you're swabbing it, you, it smells fishy and it's gross. Oh dear. <laughs> And this it's quite a common the, thing, and they just need to go on and This is the best recently. podcast ever. This <laughs> 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 I didn't think you did. I like. I don't. I don't even know what to tell you. <laughs> That's oh, not. Man. I'm not sitting here like these are my top five diseases to come into. Yeah, but, <laughs> I just wanted to. I want to. I told you. These are the five probably most traumatic ones that I've ever seen. No, I'm joking. Yo, I told Kanal. I was like, man, I want the worst top fives. Like, I didn't know. Yeah, okay. I went. This is this is by this far is, the best. Good job. Good job, Adrian. Look, I'm proud of you. The, the, I do want to say this because we had a conversation and, you know, you're doing, you were doing jobs, you were doing, you were analyzing swabs for a lot of NRL teams as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of NRL teams. And you were telling me some shit. You were telling me some stuff. <laughs> and where the gonorrhea was when you swabbed it. <laughs> there was a particular footy team and there was, a, it's not really an outbreak, but a quite quite a number of players had gonorrhea, yeah. And, and where, wait, what if it was an outbreak in the team? <laughs> Kano, where Kano, ask Hayley, ask Hayley where she swabbed it and got the gonorrhea from. I didn't Which, do the swabbing. No, 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 no. But where was it? Where did they contract it? 
remember. You told me it was from their mouths. Oh, it was from their mouth. <laughs> See, it was that horrific and suppressed the memory. That's the fucking what I want to talk about. Gonna read it in the fucking mouth. Good luck to you. Good luck to everyone out there. Jesus. Just watch out who you're kissing. Brush your teeth. They, all, they all drink from the same bottle during the match. I don't think it's the same bottle. Mm -mm. Uh, Whatever it was, I just remember were, it was like one of the canal. first. <laughs> canal. They were uh, going downtown. Canal. <laughs> <laughs> on the same person <laughs> unless they were making out with each other they're going downtown downtown that's the song that's it right there man this downtown <laughs> so now i remember it because obviously like if you get people that are famous or like doctors or whatever their results are like marked as confidential and so yeah, yeah, half yeah. the stuff's encrypted and whatever so i remember this whole lot being like my first set of confidentials that came through and i was like oh like i finally get to look at the confidential stuff and i just saw like a whole team and i was like oh my god what <laughs> like, oh, that's the, i've had so many conversations with Haley, but that is the one that i i cannot i cannot ever leave and yes it's confidential and i and then obviously the first thing i did was like adrian oh my god just <laughs> I, didn't tell, I didn't tell anyone i didn't tell anyone i didn't tell anyone but it just because it's trust okay yeah, of course yeah. but like now that you're out of it i was like no nah. Like we need to this is good but we didn't reveal anything so no no um, not naming people okay. but, but okay. this okay. is this has been such an insightful podcast like Haley, i feel a lot more intellectual <laughs> now <laughs> we need to have yeah. more inter intellectual people you know i feel like i uh i, I know and love science now. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna go do a degree but we're, we're with you man we're with you with the the degrees not some of it your degree you're not even using like man when i went into teaching I tried to like, oh, I'm sure something from uni will help. Nothing helps you. Like, yeah, you're in there. You're on your own. Um, so with the hex there as well, we feel you. It's it's just a, that's why we called this the graduate um, because we wanted to know if the stuff you actually studied or it actually made a difference to you. But w what we know now is that it experiences everything. And, oh, a hundred percent. Like we, there are certain fields that you probably need a degree to just to get your head in but yeah. it all comes together with the job and the experience so yeah don't, don't let not having a degree or, or that put you off it's not they make it seem like it's everything in year 12 but it's really not like yeah. i didn't get 100 atar yeah damn it you UAI cut me off there i was going to ask you what was what what would be the advice what's the, the advice message, and yeah. i want you to, to th think about it, especially with the gonorrheas and stuff what's the advice <laughs> that you want people to leave with <laughs> today what is the advice they're just about to finish year 12 um don't know what they're going to do what's the advice um okay i i think i've answered this before but with literally just take the time and just follow your heart don't let people's expectation or society's expectation of what you think you should do or where you should be if you feel you need a gap year do it if you're not feeling um a certain subject or field anymore a degree people think oh i've already started or i've got to keep going nah sack it like cut your losses you know now and you gave it a shot and don't feel like you wasted time like you spent time exploring that option and if it doesn't work for you it doesn't if you didn't end up finishing a degree there are so many ways around it so i think at the end of the day like i said i love what i do and i feel like um like every day i just enjoy it and everyone's like oh that's great but I, I i honestly just followed my heart if i didn't like it i left it if i liked it i, I fell deeper into it so yeah. um don't let all those expectations and what people think you should do or should be or money or whatever like i know it counts a little bit but um definitely take the time to stop reflect and think about what it means to you and what you want for your life and 
the impact you want on the world. Basically. I love a canola. And yeah. always wear protection. Right. Yes. And don't, hey, if it looks shady, don't fucking make out with it. All right? Just give it. Skip. Don't go downtown. Just talk to them. Find out their history. God damn. Um, if you get invited out by a football team, say no. Don't share drinks. Do not do that. Do not do that. That's perfect. Haley, thank stay you so safe, much. You, no you, worries. You were amazing. Um, another great podcast, Canal. Yeah, this is great. Thanks a lot, little Haley. Yeah. No worries. Thanks Kill for having it. me, guys. Pull up in the